We're, we're on a roll. 14-game win streak last year. Let's run it back. Are the M's going to make the playoffs? <clears throat> Probably not, but they'll make it fun down the stretch. Like Toronto's coming into town, and it's the best series all year, and we're going tomorrow. So, Is that because you're so close to Canada, even though Toronto's on the East Coast? A lot of Canadians come to support that. So get this, when is the last time, say the Dodgers had like the Dodgers store, right? It's where all the the merchandise is. Would the Dodgers ever put a, opposing teams stuff in their, their team store? Never. Never. What did the Mariners do leading up to the series? Put a bunch of Blue Jay stuff out. It was gone in 10 minutes. <laughs> Can you get me a Vlad Jr. jersey? I, I will. I will. I'm looking for a Cavan Biggio jersey myself. So, yes, I'll get you one. Uh, dog days of baseball, though. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But no baseball today. It's NBA. Welcome to Big Ben and K-Win on NoFilter.net, an NBA edition. We will talk Damian Lillard, James Harden. Will they get traded? When will they get traded? NBA Summer League, Wimby, Chet. Lester Quijones, and a little bonus Madden conversation at the end. I'm K. Win. He's Big Ben. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, where are we starting? I want to talk a little <laughs> bit about quiet quitting, Big Ben. Millions of Americans are not meeting or exceeding their expectations at work. They're quietly quitting. They're sleepwalking through their job. They're giving up. And this craze has hit the NBA. KD and Kyrie quietly quit on the nets. Actually, quiet with Kyrie was a little loud with the anti hate <laughs> and everything. But James Harden, Dame Lillard, will they get traded? We're all sitting in limbo here. How will James Harden respond? If he's not traded the next two months when he shows up to training camp, is he going to quietly quit? Oh, I don't think I don't think James or any player has it in them to quietly quit. Other than the way maybe you did with if you were if you were Kyrie, like if you quietly quit and they people saw it in the court, like you would get roasted. Like there there'd be no end to it. Um. I think James Harden goes out there and says, looks at a record, either it's three-pointer set or three-pointers made in a season, it's most assists, you know, some some sort of Lottie record, and just says, all right, this is what I'm doing this year, and kind of goes out. Uh, in Philadelphia. Was, in Philly. And he might get booed out of town, but, I mean, that's probably what he wants to have happen anyway, right? So... I don't know. God, just 76ers are cursed or something along these lines. Like, I don't, Harden and B just don't mix. They don't, it's like a, it's like you made a cocktail of, um, let's see, what can I do? Tequila and cranberry juice. A super Corona. That doesn't mix. No, super Corona's good. <laughs> <laughs> Tequila and cranberry juice. So you look at those two guys, and Embiid, his game seems to be coming away from the hoop more and more each year. And so then you have Harden, who wants to dominate the ball, too. That's just not a good mix. And I think Maury's kind of uh, – his hands are tied. Because 
No one wants James Harden. I said it last year. No one wants James Harden. There are suitors. If someone said, line up for the Dame Lillard trade or, you know, revamp your franchise for Dame Lillard or line up for James Harden, there'd be 31 teams in the Lillard line. Actually, excuse me, 30, because that's two. So let's go back to the question at hand. Quiet quitting? I don't think you can quiet quit. I think you can I loud quit. I question up for you. You cannot stand James Harden. I can't, but I've softened a little bit in becoming a father. Like, I give James some credit. Like, he's done what he's done. He just hasn't won. Past actions predict future behavior. He publicly quit in Houston. He publicly quit in Brooklyn. He's going to publicly quit in Philly. He's going to be at every Michael Rubin Hamptons party this summer. <laughs> He's going to go on tour with Little Baby and Meek Mill. He might even become a Swifty and start following Taylor Swift around. Listen, he doesn't at the want end to be the... there. He scrubbed the internet of all the affiliations of the Sixers. I love when that is the storyline because there's nothing going on in the NBA. James Harden scrubbed his Twitter feed. There's no mention of the Sixers. He gone. I, I, I have one. <laughs> I have one more comment on Harden, and let's move on to Lillard. A little more positive note. Harden. I I think. God, trying to figure out what it is, and you think back to his prep days, and then you went to ASU. ASU was the downturn of him. I think. Wow. Like if he went, he went to Oregon State and balled out. I think he'd be a little more mature in the in that respect. ASU, we all know, is the biggest party school in the country, like without a doubt. Yeah. And we've all seen, I think his priorities are be seen, not on the court, but, you know, backstage and still put up 30 so everyone knows who he is. That's his his MO right now. And I don't, unless he comes out and says, I want to go play for a winner, I'll play for 10, 10 mil a year. I don't think that changes anyone in anyone's eyes. I love his Instagram and Twitter. I looked at it before uh, we got on this podcast. You know how a lot of people show like working out with your trainer, running, that sort of stuff. It's him partying with little baby, Meek Bill. He's in Barcelona. He's living his life as he should. But he will continue to do that until he gets traded outside of Philly. That guy's going for more likes than buckets these days. (laughs) (laughs) Great transition to my next question. Because Harden supposedly wants to go to Los Angeles, the Clippers. Dame wants to go to Miami. Both players are saying their destination. And so the teams that want to acquire them are not backing up the truck. They're kind of giving a limited offer. And so the teams that have these players aren't making any moves. So does Dame have to get traded for Harden to get traded? Or vice versa? Does Harden need to get traded for Dame to get traded? Like, what needs to happen to get things moving? Because the dog days of August are here, and I want to see some action. All right. Before one more thing on Harden, he's the Carmen San Diego of the NBA. I just I just mapped out his his journey. It's all over the map. Um, like I said, I think more people are waiting for the Dame domino to fall. And he said, Miami. How crude is this? where a player can just say, I'm going to go play there. You guys figure it out. How crude is that to a fan, not only a fan base, just as NBA in general, like it's no longer 
it, um, doesn't feel right to me in a, in a no. sense. I'm no, and, and, but the I mean, thing I, is, I think you should give a couple destinations because when you give one destination, like you kind of screw your current team over. Well, yeah, appease some other teams, some other fan bases, you know, get them talking about you on the, on the radio waves or whatever you want to say. Here's the thing. I think Dame will be the first domino faller has to be. He's, he's more coveted than the others. You know, we have, we've seen Harden can't win. We haven't seen if Harden or Lillard can win on a good team, if you want to say that. Um, I, I think Lillard gets his way, but to your point, I don't think these packages that these teams, you know, they're Portland's now handcuffed a little bit. Yeah. What they're doing right now is literally going knocking on every other door and seeing what people can put together for them. And the downside is a lot of these teams have already find, signed players in free agency. So you can't go rework deals two days after they've been signed. You know, like you can't, if you're the Kings, you can't go, sorry, you know, uh, Devontae Sabonis, you know, we can't give you that much money because we're in the Lillard game now. Like that's just, yeah. it's not how the game works. And if you're the Heat, are they bringing back Oladipo? They did bring him back, I believe. I, I think they brought him back. And just if you heard his story, he's overcome hardship before. Your team's pretty deep. No, they lost um, uh, Atkins to the Lakers. You, you say that, but they've proven over and over that they can develop players. I mean, and half the players that, yeah, half the players that left the Heat, no one even heard of, <laughs> you know, outside of those on the Heat. So where I'm going with this, is I think the Heat are just playing kind of, all right, you want to come here? Well, you know, let's go, let's go sure up our rotation. Let's go figure out who we have to have, who we have from the rookies, who proves himself in summer league. And then we'll come to you with an offer when we know what we have on our team. And I, that's what's probably taking, or that's what is taking place. And I don't think Portland's going to get a return that they like. No, and especially if, if Dame, you know, if they honor Dame, which they should, yeah, they're they're not gonna get my they're not gonna get a you know a big fat president at Christmas. It's gonna be kind of one of those Hanukkah you know nine presents in nine days type thing or whatever. It is. So I don't know this to be true, but I think Philly is in the Dame Lillard sweepstakes, and I think Maury is trying to hold out because if he can somehow put together a package and get Dame and convince Dame, why would Dame not want to play with Embiid? Like that, I think that gives him a good enough shot to come out of the East. So I think Maury is holding out. He's trying to convince Dame to come to Philly and then whatever assets he gets away or gives away, he's going to package up hard and later and build the nucleus of his team around Dame and Embiid. That's my story. I don't think he's going to go there, but I think that's why Maury is dragging it. So you and I are in sales, or I wasn't in sales. You know the sales pitch by Maury's got to come in. If I'm Lillard, I got to trust management from the top down. Like, And he looks at the heat and goes, I trust Riley. I trust Spolstra. The organization's tight. Look what they've done. He looks at the heat and goes, they're much more talented than our team last year in the Blazers. The heat might argue that the heat. Well, here's where I'm going with this: is Lillard saw what the Heat were able to do with, I wouldn't say marginal talent, but 
above average, not elite talent outside of Butler. And then he looks at his team and says, I was Jimmy Butler of the Blazers. My talent was on par. You know what? I, you know, I wasn't going as far as the heat. So what I'm saying here is I think you have Maury and then you have the heat brass in a room. Dame's going to take the, the sales pitch from the, the heat before yeah. Maury. I mean, you haven't won in Philly. You, you, you know, unless he's an Eagles fan, maybe, but I don't think he's going to go to Philly. I think Maury is kind of waiting to see what the market provides for Dame before he gets rid of that's Harden. very but true. I do agree I with you. True. Miami's a better situation. Spolstra's a great coach. I think he's 20 years. He got to the finals with LeBron and Bosch and Wade, and he got there again in the bubble year, and then he got there again. And it's the system. It's the culture. If it's I'm consistency. Dame, Miami. Yeah. And the black and red look good on you, Dan. Go to South Beach. All right. NBA Summer League wrapped right. up. The Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Houston Rockets. Did you watch that Summer League championship? The Cavs won the Summer the Cavs League? won it. Do it for the what, land. Now the land is, has an NBA championship and a Summer League championship. Do you think they, they do a parade? Um, maybe a parade through Aria. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even get to go to Marquee. No, no. Or EBC. Bro, they're they they're parade parade to the buffet line at Aria. That's about all they get. <laughs> this is summer league. Hey, I got an anecdotal summer league story though. Buddy goes down to a bachelor party that weekend. He's like, he's like, I already spent two grand. I haven't been there. Reserve bottle service, all this stuff, you know, pools, blah, 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 blah. Like, why is it two grand? And I kind of dismissed it. I talked to him after the fact. I'm like, how was it? He's like, you know, bunnies everywhere, just amazing. I'm like, oh, it was summer league. So these guys, you know, got bottles, good, you know, good spots, summer league. I go, the downfall was none of them looked like hoopers. So they did like girls took their drinks and went. <laughs> But a good time to be down in Vegas, nonetheless. Um, I did not watch any of those games. But, but. Let's hear it. But what I did see, see if you can follow this. If I'm, if I'm going to short a company right now, because if I did watch the summer league and I'm a, I'm, I'm a pooper, I saw Wimby and I saw Chet Holmgren. Yeah. And then if you if you watch Durant, these guys, if 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 you have any Blowflex stock, sell now because these guys are are scrawny, they're small, and that's what impressed or I guess didn't impress me the most. But the idea that the longer, lankier, kind of one through five guys like Chet, like Wimby, like Durant are becoming more. I guess we'll see more of that than your. I don't know, higher value there? Am I wrong? No, you're right. I think the longer, lankier guy fits in the NBA game today because they can handle the ball and they can shoot and they can get it on the perimeter. Whereas before, if you were a long, lanky guy, a.k.a. Sean Bradley, it was like get down to the post and you get beat up and you couldn't score. 
the game's yeah. changed and I like the way that it's changed. And Wimby, we only saw him in two games, Chad a handful of games, but both impressed me with their ability to impact the game in so many ways, to hit the three, to beat their man off the dribble, to get it in the post, to block shots. Like both of them are very good defensive players and both of them could be all NBA defensive players in the near future. Yeah, I agree. And I think Chet brings the Thunder I'm going to be high on. Like We are high on the Thunder. We're going to OKC. I, we are going to OKC because, my goodness, SGA and Chet and, and Giddy, a few other pieces, uh, Williams. Get my the guy boy, of, Jalen Williams. Yeah, there's Thank two Jalen Williams on the team, I think, for the, yeah. for the Thunder. But Chet is who everyone thought he was. Let's just see if every, he is who everyone thinks he will be. Meaning, can he? Some we all know the summer league. The Cavs won it, or whatever we want to say. Like, that's a that's an organized pickup game between you know organizations. That said, I think Chet gets his sea legs under him, and he, you know he's a fifteen, eight, three and three guy, maybe, yeah. maybe. But if what you watch, what people don't know about summer league is it's one, it's a small sample size, but two. Only two or three players from each team, maybe even less, are actually making the active NBA roster. So yeah. it's almost like if you're going to go, you have to dominate against these players that probably aren't going to be in the NBA. Which is Because if you can't, then you really have no shot at making an impact when the season starts. Well, yeah. I mean, proverbially, they all the players that don't make it are down on a G League roster, right? In, in yeah. some form or fashion. Um it's like a bunch yeah. of extras in a Hollywood movie with Brad Pitt and Angelina <laughs> Jolie. They just fill in the extras to film the movie. It's the same yeah, thing exactly. as true with Summer League. We need a Summer League, so they pick up all these other players. I'm surprised they don't invite me and you to Summer League. I got a question for Oh, me and you would be sucking wind. I'd be down and back raising my hand for a sub. I got a question at the for Aria you. Buffet. <laughs> I would be <laughs> on me. What, uh, how'd your guy out of Santa Clara do? Brandon Pazinski. I can't even pronounce his name because he did not do well shooting the ball. I think he was mid twenties from the field, maybe 30% from threes. But where he did do well is rebounding and passing the ball and creating for others. So you're hopeful that his shot will come, but in this sample size, it, did not look great. But I do want to talk about Lester Quijones, Memphis, okay. guard, Jordan Poole 2.0, minus 160 million, 140 million, put up 20 in Summer League, averaged in Sacramento and in Vegas. He can shoot it, he can create off the dribble, he can pick and pop. I think he's going to be a key player off the bench, Lester Quijones. Well, it clarifies Lester Quijones play for Memphis or did he play for Memphis in college? He played for Memphis. Last year, he's in the G League. And everything that Poole did in the G League, put up 20, 30 points. Keonis did that and then some. Averaged 26 down the final stretch. Two 40-burger games. He can do it all. And Draymond will not hit him in the face. He's a good dude. (laughs) Lester Cojones sounds like another Bay Area hopeful. Just everyone's talking about him. Lester Cojones. He's got big Cojones. All right, so who's who's better long-term, my question for you? 
Um, you are given, and maybe the sample size is too small on one of these players, but you are given an option to start a, to start a franchise. Okay. Maybe I'm hearing that Seattle and Las Vegas are getting the next two franchises in the NBA. All right. Do you take Wemby or do you take Chet? Before I answer that question, I think these two are going to be connected for a very, very long time. They're not drafted in the same class, but in 1992, it was Shaq, Alonzo Mourning, and Christian Leitner, and they always talked about him. Here, Chet's second year because he was hurt last year. So he's a rookie, and Wimby's a rookie. If it's between those two, I'm building around Wimby. And here's why. He already has played professionally. He's an international superstar. So not only do you get the high ceiling, the best prospect since LeBron James, you get the international merchandise salary. (laughs) Right? Like you got to think from a marketing perspective. You get all that as well. Wimby, is he French? Yeah, Parisian. So Parisian. Okay, so you'll, you'll get all the French. I like where your head's at. Trying to think, Chet will Chet would go big in Spokane, Washington. And... <laughs> yeah, in Minneapolis, where he's from. I I agree with you, Wimby. So your 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 statement your statement is simply because not only has Wimby played internationally, but he did play against international top international talent. And I I'm, I wonder if that's how does that compare, just for conversation's sake? How does that do you believe compares to the like NCAA? Like WCC, what's tougher, the WCC or the Parisian A-League? Parisian A-League, no doubt. So there was a podcast, I don't even know, I think Gilbert Arenas said it. He said in the top five in the NBA, there's no American player. And I had to hesitate, but then I thought about it. Greek the freak, you've got Luca. You've got Joker, you've got Embiid, and then I can't remember who his fifth player was. And I get you're right. Is, is the international players develop the fundamentals and they develop mm-hmm. faster because they're in a professional game with people who know how to play, and it translates easier to the but, NBA than the college or high school but, or G League. But, they're not surrounded by 20-year-old co-eds for three years. <laughs> no. <laughs> I get you. I would develop a little more, too, if I was playing on a team full of men and I'm 14. You know, that's that's not the truth. Um, so you're saying if you do have a couple young kids that are good, get a get an international visa and go to what, Spain? Yeah. Go to Spain, go to Paris, Real Madrid. That's where Luca played. A good idea, actually. Fran Fischella will find you. Who's who's the guy that's the international scout? Tommy Lloyd. Oh, Tommy. Good old Tommy. Tommy found a lot of people and spoke for Spokane. How do you? Uh, Tommy needs to be. I want to understand some of his stories. Tommy Lloyd was the top assistant for Mark Few while in Spokane. And his, to his credit, he was one of the first people that went international and started yeah. scouting players to come play for Gonzaga. And I don't know how you sell Spokane 
or do you just sell the campus of, of you've got to just sell the campus because guys coming over are probably just shell-shocked a bit it's not to say Spokane's a horrible place but it's not LA or you know you name it so that's off to Tommy Lloyd it's right near Seattle it's beautiful you go fly fishing <laughs> Rel- 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 all the big name schools you it's, land in Spokane you're like where hey, the hell it's, am it's, I? It's all relative. Like, yeah, Spain to Spokane is, you know, is a huge distance. But Seattle to Spokane is like a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That's how the Zags made a thing. All right. Are you excited for the NBA season? Like, where's your level? Zero to, zero to ten. Nine and a half. I want to see how Chris Paul fits in with the Warriors. I want to see how Keonis does. I want to see if Moses Moody and Kaminga take the next step. The Lakers, they did all this stuff in free agency. I feel like they just made a bunch of transactions, but they're the same team that's going to make it to the second round of the playoffs. I want to see if Denver has a champagne hangover. I want to see what Boston can do with Perzingis. I'm excited. Kyrie and Luka, can't wait for that to blow up so Luka can quietly quit and we can get him to a big market. So... So so let's name you just named what how many teams Celtics, Lakers, Warriors, Heat, Sixers, Mavs. Mavs. So you're going to watch roughly one third of the NBA teams. Definitely San Antonio (laughs) and OKC. Okay, we're up to twelve. We're we're up to a good maybe half the teams in the NBA. It is what That's it fair. is. It is what it, it is. is. What it NBA is. summer. Should we get to our last question and wrap up? Yes. Yep. I'm ready for you. NFL training camp. I, did it start already? I think it started already because Rodgers is in camp. I thought it's a couple weeks away. Trey the, Lance the, Jets, the Jets get an extra two weeks. Extra two weeks. Okay. Training camp is here. Madden is coming out because the NFL season's coming out, and everyone wants to know who's going to get the coveted 99 rating. That means you're in the 1%. Aaron Donald already got a 99 rating. Travis Kelsey got it. Uh, Zach Martin. Martin got it. And Justin Jefferson, congratulations, got it as well. We're recording on Thursday night. Tomorrow, quarterbacks get named. So, Big Ben. Over under 1.5. What do you think? The 99 club with quarterbacks? And the quarterbacks? Yeah. And who's going to make it? And while you think, I'll buy you some time. You've got Mahomes. Burrow had a great season. Did Burrow make it this past season? Your boy Josh Allen's on the cover. Yeah, you cover boy kind of has to be, doesn't he? Like, you know, like it's like, um, you know, without looking at previous 99s, I've I know Madden tends to it's like what you did the previous year. It's like you could have a phenomenal career if you put up a dumpy year, you're you're out of 76. Yeah. Um, because they are coming out year over year. I would say that said, I think they would. You going over under? I, I'm going over because I, I think it's the two Super Bowl quarterbacks into your cover boy. So I think those three get your your 99 whoa, rating. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So Josh Allen's a cover boy. Does he get it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think you you. It'd be a kick in the nuts if 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 they 
they gave both Mahomes and Hurts, uh, or anyone else for that matter, but Mahomes and whatever else, and not the guy on the cover. Last year, Mahomes was on the cover. He didn't get the 99. Well, then I'm going under. <laughs> <laughs> so our intern did a little research. The last time two quarterbacks made it was in 2019, Rodgers and Brady. Usually it's only one quarterback. And then when Brady and Manning were great, they made it. I'm going under. I think it's only going to be Mahomes. Led the league in passings, Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, MVP. I think Hurts deserves it. But I think he's going to get a 98. I think he's barely going to miss it. Okay. I, I, I could I, I could easily see that. There, the thing is, there's a lot of good quarterbacks. Uh, I was I was looking at my PPR rankings for like average draft value dollar for my algorithm that I'm going to have for a fantasy football team, fantasy football draft. And there's about 16 draftable, like I, I feel pretty good starting these quarterbacks. But there's definitely an upper echelon of four to five where you go, I'm, I don't even have to look at a waiver wire the entire season. And that's Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes. Probably in that bed with Burrow, too. And then... I would put Lamar Jackson in there if he's healthy. Herbert, no. No. I'm sorry. Wow. He Can't trust running him. touchdowns and passing touchdowns. See, here's the thing. is He wants to become a passer. Now he's in his head. Now he's not running because they don't want him to get hurt. Now he's throwing interceptions. And his wideouts? It's Mark Andrews down the, down the scene. They got Odell way too Beckham much. Jr. Who is the NBA version or the NFL version of James Harden? Very much so, yes. Um, but yeah, in terms of quarterbacks, Mahomes is at the top of the heap right now. And then I think you got little tiers where you got Mahomes at the very top, and you got Hurts, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, and then Jackson, and just an echelon of kind of call it mid like Russ, Russell Wilson, all these guys, you know. So um, who's in your second tier? Is that Trevor Lawrence? Is that Tua? Like who's Trevor Lawrence and Tua are like Oh well, where's Kyler? Kyler's gotta be in the top tier. Kyler no, he's Kyler in the top tier. He him and Russ are exact same tier four. Like I, I'm not drafting those guys. Whoa, whoa. So Tua and touchdown Trevor are ahead of Kyler. Touchdown Trevor is Tua, I don't know if the guy's remapped his brain yet to be able to play football. That guy took some hits. Like, I I would trust touchdown Trevor this year as an NFL fantasy quarterback. What about your boy Danny Dimes since Saquon might sit out? He might be RB1 and QB1. (laughs) No, you play Danny Dimes in matchups when he's got a good matchup at home, you know, like he's going to run the ball. That's that's all Danny Dimes is good for. Danny Dimes was my QB1 in our league at No Filter, and that's why I exited early in that league. <laughs> I can't wait for that league again. That was a good league. Yeah. I'm going to drop some quarterbacks, all the quarterbacks, all the time. Remember that we were drafting and you and I were taking wide receivers and this guy's snatching quarterbacks right out of the gate? We're both like, why would you do that? Well, it's a two-quarterback league. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's none left. 
They were drafting quarterbacks in round one. I'm like, suckers, I want to win this league. I didn't read the rules. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I might be in trouble. Well, then you you, you tried to counter-argument at, at the end of it when you got no quarterbacks and told them they all stunk because your position players in the course were going to score more than quarterbacks. And then oh. I had Malik Willis as my quarterback because <laughs> I needed a quarterback. Hey, can we do a he fantasy put up football primer? points for me. Huh? Can we do a fantasy football primer? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm trying to think. I'll get who's pretty passionate. I'll get someone to join us. Just to I think you need to I think our league it, it's I won't state the name of the league, but it's a pretty good league. It's a traditional twelve. I'm it's a little Rehorn high. in that league. Rehorn is in that league. Yeah. Rehorn was actually present for the draft, but he auto drafted. He was there, but he's he just enjoyed mocking other people's picks and drinking drinking white claws. Sometimes it's great. better to do the auto draft. So you do a live I, draft? We do a live draft. Where do you do it? At someone's house? I got a pick this year. So in previous years we've gone to Scottsdale, we've gone to Vegas. But as people have kids, you know, if you really want to make it happen where the most people can come, you you don't go far. So we're going to Suncadia. I got a house, uh, four king beds, a twin and two bunk bed situations. And we're there Friday and Saturday night draft draft on Friday. All right. I'm just going to tell Jen I'm in your fantasy league and come up there. Dude, come join us. Love it. <laughs> you, right can, here. <laughs> you can, you can MC. Absolutely. All right. I'm in. You're in. All right. NBA Summer League, Cavs win. Don't go, don't go. If you're a if you're a traditional Joe, do not go to Summer League every year or any year unless you want to pay. Could you imagine going to Summer League, spending all that money, single guy, like, yeah, I'm gonna meet some girls. Go to the club, James Harden leaves us all. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I spent all that money. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be it wouldn't be it wouldn't be James I'm worried about, but if there's like, um, let me see, if Dame was there, I'd be a little worried. I'm like, oh no, I'm I'm gonna as well check out of here. No chance, or just go make really good friends with them. I don't know. Just go play blackjack. <laughs> Big Ben K win. Nofilter.net. Each week we broadcast live. You miss us? Go to nofilter.net. Click on Big Ben and K Win. Click on the vault. Watch us on demand at any time. More of an audio podcast person. Apple, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, and more. At Big Ben K Win underscore on threads, TikTok, and Instagram. We are no longer posting on Twitter. So if you're following us on Twitter, you need to follow us somewhere else. Drink some water. Stay out of the heat. Get on your AC. Boom. I need to get out of this hotel. Boom.